Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi, and welcome to the Power City Podcast. On this episode, I'm joined by Swadeen. She is a mental health speaker, therapist, life coach author, CBT, ABA, holistic therapist, podcast host, producer, entrepreneur, co-founder and co-CEO for Kaleidoscope Vision. Her podcast is called Polite But Savage. In this podcast, we talked about Sweden's journey and life experiences, mental health, doing what you love, and much, much more. Now, sit back relax and enjoy this episode Hey, Sweden. Can you hear me okay? Hello. Hi there, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, that's, that's perfect now. That's perfect. Okay, all right. So how are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, very good, thank you. Just um, been busy, really. Just been, uh, you know, kind of getting on with social media bits and then had to post something earlier but yeah so far so so good yeah I'm glad I'm really glad I mean like I said I've I've heard your episodes before on your podcast and as a Mm. fellow podcaster I just feel like you're doing such a great job spreading awareness about every single topic and kudos to you mate for doing such a good job no thank you thank you um it really really means a lot and I, you know, I really appreciate it. Um, you know, I appreciate you being on the podcast as well, and that means a lot to yeah. me as well. No, and thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. No, you're very, very welcome. Same here. Um, yeah, I just, you know, it kind of started off as an idea, really, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm interested in people. I like working with people, and I was like, you know, what if I can do a podcast? 
where mm. I can kind of connect to people, see what they do, why they do it, and talk about yeah. different topics, really. So I'm sure you've learned a lot because your podcast covers so many different topics. It must be so interesting. Yeah, it is really interesting. I think I, I have kind of grown from it in, mm. in some way. Um, I, you know, I think I kind of like learned to be, to be patient, you know, like it's a process. Mm. I've always liked to hit the ground running. And, you know, for me, no. that was like, you know, a personal thing. And, no, uh, but that's brilliant, though. I mean, because for myself, most of the time, the whole reason why I came up with what I do and how I go about it was basically because of my own lived experience from before and how I want to sort of take the torch ahead. But mm. I've got so much to learn from you in every episode that I've like listened to from your podcast. There's something interesting. And I love that about your podcast. <laughs> no, thank you. That, that really means a lot. No, that I really, don't. you know, and I, and I think like if I can, if I can do it, and have an impact in some way and someone can take something from it then that that makes me happy you know and i'm i'm happy that you know you enjoy it i do i do and you you're making tons of impact you're making quite an impression at them so don't worry about it yeah <laughs> no thank you it really really means a lot no no and worry I, about it and i see that you are as well i see that you know you've got your own podcast i see that mm -hmm. you've You've done lots of different things, like you're an author, you've done your podcast, um, you know, you're yeah, I'm, like a I'm, therapist, you're like a Swiss army knife. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's the first time someone's called me that, but uh, I, I'm not going to say that I'm a jack of all trades, but uh, my story is quite, it starts off that, that way. Um, I do, I'm, I'm a mental health speaker. I'm also an author. I write about my lived experience, but most of it is poetry based. Mm. Um, I've got my own podcast, which was recently launched, I think, uh, a month or two ago. And it basically focuses on the same mission about making conversations about mental health a norm. So I've got different people coming on that are quite big names on, in the mental mm -hmm. health community to come on and share the, their story and how their narrative has sort of contributed to what they do today. Um, other than that, most of my insight and other than everything else that I do, it's from the fact that um, I was a psychology major. I'm a therapist by profession. So mm -hmm. it's kind of a bit of both worlds where my trauma from my childhood and as well as what I've learned throughout my educational career has taught me a lot and it contributes to everything that I do today. So in a nutshell, that's basically me doing yeah. a little bit of everything. Yeah, nice. I mean, and I think it's like you, you've done a great job and kind of like, you know, like some people have certain experiences and then yeah. struggle to kind of overcome that or they don't really know what to do with that whereas you've kind of taken it and you know use it to like your advantage to you know help other people no i have to to be very honest i think um i i'm not going to say that i'm privileged but i did have this sort of understanding from a very young age because i left home when i was 17 and mm. 
even prior to that, I think I, I think I was 16 and a half when I left home because things were so bad at home. Uh, mm. I was going through domestic abuse, physical abuse and mental abuse from my parents. And I just mm. I couldn't do it anymore. And I kept on thinking during that time because everyone who was perceiving my situation from outside, they were like, oh, you know, maybe this is normal because from the outside, everything, every everything and everyone looks at it from with you know rose colored glasses on and they think mm. that you know maybe this is this is the way it is nobody really questioned it at that time so i was born and raised in an era where talking about something being a problem was looked at as looked at as a problem which was unfair to myself mm. to the situations that i was in so after leaving home, I sort of decided that I've, I've got to do something, not just for myself and my sanity, but mm. also because I know that I'm, it's impossible that I'm the only one. And that's the only thought that I had at that age, which I think started from like ever since I was 14, when I, I began realizing that this is abuse. It's, it's not normal what's happening to mm. me. Mm. And I kept thinking, I don't think I'm the only one. So by the time I left home, I... Uh, I went to University of Cambridge. I did double majors. Um, and then I, after I was done with the university, even when I was doing university, I did a lot of part-time jobs as an mm. assistant to a therapist, a assistant teacher. Right after that, six years prior to what I'm doing right now, um, I was in the educational field as a special educator. So I worked with a lot of people with different cases. Some autistic mm. some actually had other disorders like bipolar disorder and i learned a lot and i saw so many different dimensions to the same situation like there were mm. people who had been through maybe the exact same thing that i did but there were so many different perspectives to it that i, I i'm so glad that i got to experience during that time mm. um, after the special education and the teaching um, period sort of came to an end because I couldn't find fulfillment. I started seeing that the educational field was becoming mm. a money pot. Now I live in Dubai and mm. Dubai is sort of um, business over everything. If you know what I mean. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I, I started realizing that no matter how much change I want to bring in to this place, no matter how much hard work I put in, uh, it's going to exhaust me because I remember going to my superiors and going like, you know what, this is what's going on with the child. And they would be like, no, we don't want to ruin our image. And I mm. used to work for one of the top companies. Well, I'm not going to say company, but that's how I perceive them. Yeah. top schools in Dubai and um, it was sad it was so sad Adam to like see that there's a child I remember being that child there's a child who needed help and nobody did a darn thing about it and they were just mm. worried about their business so I left that and I began realizing that if I wanted to make any significant amount of change I needed to be at the top of the food chain. Mm. And when I say top of the food chain, that means I need it to be the source that everyone sees and hears so they know that these things are happening. 
that's yeah. where my entrepreneurial journey sort of started. And uh, that's where I opened shop with my own digital media production company so that we could have stories from different people and all sorts of narratives from all around the world given a platform to talk about. And that's kind of where everything started connecting. So that's where I got into speaking. That's where I got into the podcast, so on, so forth. Um, but yeah, that's basically it. Wow. What, what a journey and experience. I mean, you know, that you went on, like you said, like through university, um, you know, degrees, and then kind mm -hmm. of like working your way up. And then kind of like, you know, realizing, you know, there's, there's more to life and, you know, the, the, the people that are out there that need to um, have their voice, you know, to have their, yeah. uh, their story told and put out there. Yeah, exactly. And it, it breaks my heart that I did not do this earlier. Although I don't mm. regret, I don't regret anything that happened in my life, but there is that pain every time someone comes up to me whether it's at a speaking event or when i'm having a conversation or when someone's read something of mine they go like i wish i wish i could talk to you before and talk about my problems and not feel alone mm. and i think to sum it all up right now in life i feel so motivated about everything i do because i'm healing myself and everybody else and I don't mm. think anybody could change that mindset for me right now because I've been through the worst. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, yeah, that's basically it. So, like, you know, by helping other people, you know, your life, by, by making other people's life better, your life becomes better as well because mm -hmm. you're seeing people who've probably been through things like you have or been through certain things and then you can kind of relate to them and give your take on it and then they yeah. feel like you know they're not alone because i think like you said sometimes people go through things and they feel like it's only happened to them or they don't have yeah. anyone to talk to about it yeah and it's hard right when you when you when you go when you're going through something and then you feel there is this amount even if you don't have a mental illness or disorder there are emotions are such a huge part of us and we don't even realize how big of a contributor our emotions are in every single part and aspect of our life so during those times when our emotions become so heavy we're just down and there's nobody to pick us up from the rabbit hole other than mm. having that support or that you know helpline to sort of help you see the light that you know help you realize mm. that you know what you fell down in the rabbit hole so you never existed in the rabbit hole from before there is no need to feel as though this is the end and i remember feeling this way because i felt like nobody was there for me i felt like this is it you know my mm. life is meant to be the victim of physical abuse and mental abuse and my parents however shitty they are i mm. have to live with it but when I now see people and now with everything that I've been through, it's become so much more important for me to kind of make everybody realize that someone else's acknowledgement and someone else's validation does not define us, mm -hmm. does not 
we are worth. And that definitely does not change anything towards the bright future that we're going to have, which unfortunately many people don't, you know, easily take in or believe in because they're going mm. through hard times. So everybody needs somebody. Mm. No, I think that's a really good point. That's really true. And I think like, you know, you realize in yourself that you needed to change your situation mm-hmm. and get out of it and do something, you know, with your life. Whereas mm-hmm. some people, like you said, can get sucked into that and take on and believe what, what is being said to them or what's happening. And they just think this is how it is. This is normal. Yeah. Um, or things are going, or they might think things are going to change. And then before you know it, you know, a lot of time's gone by. Yeah. Um, or, or, you know, they might, might leave that relationship or leave that scenario and then attract people into their lives, you know, like might go into a more abusive relationships because that's what they're used to or, what, or, or what's, that's what they think is normal. Definitely. Oh, definitely. I remember, and like, this is, so, this is such a good point that you brought up. Like, there is a pattern if you don't start seeing it yourself, you're just going to keep following that pattern. And that happened for me when I left home and I was becoming independent. I thought that, okay, this is it. You know what? I'm free. Now I can, I can start focusing on myself. But that's when I started realizing until like, until it got like super late that I had fallen into another relationship that was portraying the same signs in a different way. And at that time, the relationship that I was in, my partner was such a douchebag. Mm. I can't explain to you um, (laughs) how much of a douchebag he was, but he was such a douchebag that he made me feel the same way my parents made me feel. Mm. And until it got too late, I realized like, oh, oh God, like I'm repeating myself. So from then till now, after that relationship, when I caught myself doing that, I realized I needed to just really reassess myself, find myself, because that's what I realized that because of all these things, I was starting to look at my life, at my personality, out of what everyone else told me. Like, oh, Sway, you're sweet. I would label myself as sweet. Oh, Sway, you're too nice. I would label myself as too nice. I never gave my chance give myself the chance or the space to, you know, get out of those label labels and like figure out like, okay, this is who I am. And now, um, after that relationship, you know, I ended that relationship for three years. I didn't date anyone. I did not, Mm. uh, do anything but focus on myself. And after three years, I cannot, I cannot explain how beautiful that journey has been because after three years, when I met the right person, who's my husband right now, mm. it, everything made sense. I was no longer screaming at him for the little things that he never did because I was doing that in my previous relationships. I was always blaming them for my previous trauma and there was always that back and forth. But now in the relationship that I cultivated then with my husband now, there is just so much mutual respect, admiration. And it's all because we both came from an understanding that we need to find ourselves first, validate ourselves by ourselves first, and then, you know, compliment each other. And I think that's what most people forget. Mm. 
no, that's it. And I think, you know, like, kudos, kudos to you for, like, you know, realising that over time and, mm-hmm. you know, noticing those patterns and, and like, you know, kind of probably getting to know yourself that bit more and working on yourself to then have the relationship that you want to have. Because I think, you know, yeah. like, you need to sort the relationship out with, your, with ourselves, don't we? To then... Yeah be able to have a relationship with someone else and it's that like duality and like you said that uh communication is key that's yeah. something that i've learned and i think yeah this can get really misinterpreted sometimes if you're not effectively communicating no definitely um here's one thing that um most people think when i tell them this is that like oh that's it you know you, you took three years and that's it. Like you found the one and that's it. Your journey with yourself is over. And I think that's what people get wrong. For me, I'm still on my journey. There's, I'm just as sacred and full of unknowns as the universe. And mm. I'm going to keep finding out new things about myself. So the expectations with myself is pretty low and pretty high at the same time. I know that I'm going to do really great things, but I know there are going to be some days I'm going to do really shitty things. And I have to be okay with that because I'm on a path to truly find out myself. So if Mm. I have expectations like that, and if I want to be in a healthy relationship or in a healthy environment, I need to have the same expectations with the people I'm working with, with the people you know, I share any sort of intimate relationship with my friends, my family. And it's, it's that mindset that makes communicating and communication in general so much easier because you know that it's, it's never the end when it comes to you or a personality or an individual. It's just an ongoing journey forever. You're never going to know someone or yourself in a day or three years or four years it's just it just Mm. keeps going it's a process yeah no i i definitely agree like you said i think it's an ongoing journey and it's a process and it's just all the time ongoing i think Mm. for like you know for the whole time that we're alive we're you know we're always going to be growing you know if we choose to and it, you know, learning things about ourselves, about other people. And when you have relationships, you learn something else about yourself. But then, yeah, you, you know, something kind of clicks into place. You might meet someone else and then someone else. And then you're just like building on yourself. And like you said, um, with how, how you know, you live your life is being yourself and being genuine to who you are and bringing that to when you meet other people and when you work, it's you know, being open to like, you know, the universe, isn't it? And yeah. Welcoming, that's, yeah. Isn't it? Cause that's basically the law of attraction. You attract mm. what is in you like attracts mm. like, and I think for us to be in a place with everything that's going on in the world right now, it's so important for us to be comfortable with changes. And I think, people get too comfortable in knowing the person that they were five years ago. So they start getting cranky when people go like, Oh, you've changed, you've changed because they haven't accepted themselves that they've changed. I'm, I'm going to be okay when I'm 
50 and I no longer enjoy taking a car ride down to the beach, I'm going to be okay with that. When, when mm. my other adventurous friends who are still adventurous go like, oh, you know what, let's go here. I'm going to be okay with that because I know that at that age, I'm going to have a different mindset. I'm going mm. to have a different Zen and the universe is calling for me is going to be different. So mm. it's, it's just that mindset of knowing that the world around us is ever changing. So it's impossible for us to be the same forever. And mm. once we accept that, we're, we're doing okay. We will be okay regardless of what happens. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I think like you'd say the best, there's a quote and it's like, the best way to go into change is just to like, you know, dive right into it. It's, yeah. um, you know, when we evolve, don't we? And we, you know, we're not the same people that we were two weeks ago or three months ago. Or um, even from today morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like just, you know, you could have a conversation with someone and you learn something new about yourself or, you know, you just, like you said, you going into the unknown is, mm-hmm. is the only way. And it's like, I did podcast with Dustin Lee and he said like, you know, you just got to try things out. Just, yeah. Just try things out. It's the only way like going into something. Now I'm, I'm pretty sure when you began this podcast, you had this, you had this sense of understanding that whoever you meet, whatever you do with this podcast is going to change you. Even if it's by a little fraction, and I think that's beautiful that you were accepting towards that change. Yeah, I um, when I did it, I knew, you know, I'd probably change in some way. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I put this off for a couple of years. I think I was too worried about what other people are going to think. Um, mm. Too busy in a, in a job, but I didn't really enjoy. So, yeah, but when I started it, I just, you know didn't think it would take off really i didn't think probably underestimated myself in some way and and the whole thing and then through doing it i you know like you said the universe supports you if you you know if you're open to it yeah. and um yeah it's really you know shifted my perspective and really made me uh you know really push myself out of my comfort zone you know um yeah. which i think is important you know as a person in life Mm. I'm so glad. I'm so happy to hear that, you know, you went for something that was different for you because most of the time people just get caught, you know, they get caught Mm. up in the idea that it's too different. It's too out of a particular zone. And Mm. I think we need to forget that zones exist because... yeah. Because, you, you know, again, it's sort of like putting yourself in a box and not stepping out of it. Yeah. Who put you there in the first place? Someone put you there. That's why you're there. Mm. Go figure mm. out the other boxes and create, like, you know, um, haywire of different things. So yeah. kudos to you, Adam. I don't, I don't think, I don't think um, anything you've done has been without purpose. and. Mm. To me personally, that's so motivating and inspiring. Oh, thank you, thank you, sweetie. It really, you know, really means a lot from you know, from my heart. I really, really appreciate it. 
and that's you know that's it's why I do it because you know I'm passionate about it I'm passionate about people and mm. you know I think we've all got our own journey and I think it's important to connect with other people and yeah. you know if we can put something positive out there you know then then that makes us it's better as people doesn't it it does it's it you know even if it's 0.000 one percent that you're doing mm. you have no idea where in the world that 0.001% is affecting in a positive mm. way. And I think living with that mindset, knowing that it's eventually doing you good and the world good, even if it's in a small, you know, fraction mm. or matter, is all that matters. Because mm. happiness is it, it can't be it can't be defined by the norms that exist today. Happiness is so much more bigger than that. Positivity is so much more bigger than that. Mm. So if we just sort of have the outlook that you do and I do and mm. sort of keep mm. spreading that love, I think we'll get there someday. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. And um, It's that ripple effect, isn't it? And it's that kind of like almost like compound interest. You know, if you do something mm-hmm. like you say that like 1% each day, that, that 1% is then going to build up over time. And, Yep. Gain, gain traction and momentum, isn't it? So, you know, little things add up to big things, don't they? Yeah. I mean, it, it, you don't see um, a picture, a, for example, a painter. You don't, you don't see a painter finishing a painting in a minute. It takes time. It's a process. And I think that's the beauty of it. It's just the little mm. details here and there. Even if you have to go over those details over and over again, it matters and it comes mm. out beautiful, however it is. Mm. No, that's a really lovely point. I think that's completely, you know, really, really true. Yeah, no, it definitely is. I, um, I usually ask people who come on the podcast like about books and reading. Do you have any favorite books at all or anything like that? Um, at the moment, um, there is this book that has really got me intrigued. Um, I think it's called just a second. It's okay. Cause I don't, I don't remember the exact name. Mm. Um, I think it's called witchcraft. Mm. Um, it's basically about the previous covens that were in existence because witchcraft was actually a religion um, before it was anything else. Mm. So this particular book, it piqued my interest because I'm really into the universe. I'm into philosophy. I'm into psychology. And I love the combination of everything that it it brings into. And I'm a self-healer. I believe in crystals. I believe Mm. in energy. So this particular book, it really piqued my interest because it basically talks about um, how modern day, you know, wickers, which are witches or whatever, mm. it was basically sort of what Christians, Hindus, um, you know, these different religions, what basically what they do, but the rituals what they have are more practical, are more mm. related to the things that are coming out now, which was so famous back then. For example, energy healing wasn't so, uh, wasn't accepted or so big in the last few years, but it started picking up momentum again. 
because it's from the old books and old readings and scriptures. So yeah, this, this book has really caught my interest. What are you reading? Me? Um, no, it's awesome. It sounds like a really good book. I'll definitely have to check it out. Um, you, you do. It, it I, is a good book. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I, I end up reading a book and then I end up buying another one and then buying another one. And then I'm like, I've got all these books I need to read. Um, <laughs> I, I've, uh, one of the recent books I read was by a philosopher called Epicutus. Epicutus. Oh. Okay. Called uh, Manual for Living, and it's a small little book. And Epicutus was um, he was under Marcus Aurelius, who was uh, you know in the Roman times, was a mm-hmm. philosopher. So he kind of, uh, I think Marcus Aurelius was his teacher. Um, okay. So he there's lots of his ancient old kind of scripts and writings that are being translated into books. Um, so that basically talks about life and the law of attraction and basically um lots of different mantras for life and that's really interesting so that's called no, he, uh, a manual for living oh that's that's great i mean um epicurus was actually like really influential in the school of philosophy at at the time at you know at that time when philosophy was sort of out and coming and it's amazing like I haven't really read many of his books, mm-hmm. but this has been on my to read list for a while and I just haven't come around to it. So how would you rate it like out of five? I I definitely give it a five. I mean, you, you can read it in probably 20 minutes. It, it's, you know, like a little tiny small Hello? kind of like, hi, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. I, I, for, yeah. for a minute you went dead silent. Oh. It's um yeah I'd, I'd give it a five I think it, you can read it in probably twenty twenty to thirty minutes it's um, oh, okay it's a really kind of small I think it's one hundred twenty pages so oh. it's it's something you just kind of like flick through and take from um so I I definitely gonna, rate it I'm gonna do that tonight <laughs> I'll um yeah I'll send you a photo of it so you kind of well I'll, yes I'll see what it's like yeah. But, but um, yeah, I've, I think, you know, philosophy is really amazing. Like, there's a good philosopher that I like called Alan Watts. Have you ever heard of Alan Watts? Um, not, nothing at the top of my head, but maybe oh, something will pick up if you keep continuing talking about it. Yeah, I, I'll send you the link to it. But he, he is a philosopher back in the 60s, 70s in America. And oh, he okay. talked about society and jobs and what's happening now, basically. Mm-hmm. back then but people didn't take him serious back then because it wasn't happening mm-hmm. so so yeah Sorry. he people didn't take him serious whereas now like you said with all these teachings and writings they're kind yeah. of like prevalent like today now which is crazy no it's it's amazing because you know cosmology philosophy uh law of attraction all of these things they have been in existence and in works for so long but i think when you know this is how i feel like it started when celebrities started going like oh yeah we believe in energy healing and we believe in this we believe in that it sort of became a trend and now the craft of it is 
uh, unfortunately, like the people who are writing about us now in this generation aren't really giving out accurate things because, you mm. know, they jumped on the wagon and yeah. they're now just waving that red flag saying like, oh yeah, we're a part of it. But in reality, it's just to, to many people who don't understand the art of psychology, philosophy, cosmology, and so many more things that sort of really, you know, connect so well to people and universe. Mm. Um, it's sad. It's just yeah. Sad. No, I agree. I think, like you said, a lot of people can kind of jump on the bandwagon of it, and you know, you have to really like because it's a very personal thing to each person. Everyone's got their own kind of spiritual connection to it. Um, and you kind of have to have that connection to it, I think, or you know, to research it to understand it. Mm-hmm. But, but not, I think it, I think it's so important, and I think crystals really help. You know, I'm I'm very spiritual. Um, very, you know, I'm into like crystals and energy. Oh, that's um, amazing! What 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 is your star sign and what is your crystal? Go to crystal. I, I I'm an Aries. Oh my so. god. Same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, same. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so, um, um, aquamarine, jasper. What's what's your topaz, diamond? What's your I, poison? Or I, I mean, I've I've got salt lamp. I like quite like salt lamps. Um, I've oh, got wow. I've got like a chunk of quartz, clear quartz. Clear uh, um, quartz are amazing. They're they're sort of like the, I mean. Usually, I use a clear quartz if I want like the energy of all the crystals at home to sort of be amplified. But clear mm. quartz, otherwise, it just it's so grounding. Mm, yeah, no, definitely. And I've got clear quartz. I've got like a bit of amethyst. I mean, like purple amethyst. Yeah, that's but everyone's think... favorite. Nobody wants to admit it, but that stone looks pretty. So pretty mm. that you want to just keep it around your neck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's um, there's lots of different crystals, but I think it, it's quite a personal thing. You really just connect with certain rocks or crystals. Um, well, you since you're an Aries, this is a suggestion from an Aries to Aries. Um, I don't know about like, do you have typical Aries personalities? Like you know, typical Aries traits. Yeah, I'd, I'd, oh. I'd say so. Yeah, like I'm same. I, yeah, <laughs> I've, got, I've got I've got a lot of energy, and I you know I stand my ground. And if it's something I don't agree with, I'll you know say it. And very outspoken. Mm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so there is this one um, crystal or stone that I would suggest is getting um, a red jasper or. Right getting an aquamarine even if it's like a tumble stone or even the rough cut if you just keep it around you it really like sort of recharges your uh, energy and sort mm. of brings it from negative to positive because you know what happens with us aries 80 percent of the time is that we have all this energy and sometimes there are not many people around us who sort of bounce back with, the, with that same energy and that ends up upsetting us and we don't really consciously realize that it's upsetting us. And one fine day, which happens within a few hours, we start having outbursts, which are very mm. subtle at first. You know, we 
we sort of start losing focus in things. Like, let's say we made a plan to watch something with our partner or with our friends. We start having this memory come back to us like, oh, you know what? Um, when I had so much energy, nobody was really giving it back to me and the room was not being read. And you start losing focus in that moment and mm-hmm. your energy starts dissipating into what happened before. So to keep that energy regulated, I think um, these crystals or stones really helped me to sort of keep myself grounded and focus my positive energy and my negative energy at the right things Mm. you know so try it out it might work for you yeah no of course i i definitely agree like you said i think you know like our star sign we have like a lot of energy and i feel like sometimes i feel like if if it's not going in a certain direction i kind of kind of feel bad and it's like exactly we we need to channel it into into something yeah Um, you have no idea how many times I've picked a fight with someone just because, just because, okay? Because mm. I couldn't feel that energy coming back. I couldn't feel like, okay, like I want to do this. And because I'm such a passionate person about every single thing, it's really mm. hard for other people to understand that there, there is so much passion for every single thing, you know? So yeah. it's, it's, it's sometimes misread. Sometimes, you know, people go like, oh, you, you just, you're being childish or you're being too hyper. And, and I don't give a flying F about those labels, to be honest. But to keep myself, you know, losing focus, especially when it comes to a person that I love. Like, for mm. example, my husband, he is an Aquarius. Mm. We're complete opposites, mate. <laughs> it's water and fire, isn't it? I think Aries are fire, but yeah. the Aquarius is water. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's at the beginning of our relationship, there was so much drama. Not like, you know, because his way of, you know, about the acts of love, right? Like yeah. we ha- every everyone has a different way of showing affection, and his was always doing things for me. And for me, it's always. Um, you know hugging or you know kissing Mm, or cuddling mm, 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 mm. and so there would always be this mix-up because I would want that from him because I would always have energy for that because I'm passionate in that way and I would do I would do even the things that he does as an Aquarius but unfortunately as an Aquarius he can't do what I can do because he he doesn't have that same energy as that I do Mm, so mm. there's you know it's it's like for me, as an Aries, I really had to like figure out where do I have my energy sort of burst off. Mm. So I, I, I think that helps to just sort of calm, calm, calm you down and keep you focused. Yeah. No, I agree. And I think like how we do relationship, we, we're quite intense. We're very uh, passionate and, Super you know, we, know we were 100% you know mm-hmm. in it in it all together and i think like you said it's having that mutual balance in some way and you know i think it's very obvious to us if it's not reciprocated we kind of know and yeah you like you said we you know there were those outbursts and you know I, i've i've been like that in the past and we we commute well we we will communicate things if yeah. it's not yeah but, and it's it's really hard to stand by um mm you know, because our personalities are such 
like we don't really have a middle ground and i and i learned that a long time ago there's no in between for us it's either all in or all out don't expect yeah. something in between <laughs> yeah. so yeah you know most people they go like you know what you could just you could just be in between for a bit why don't you feel okay i'm like no i'm either i'm either feeling brilliant or i'm feeling you know somewhere in the center of the earth you yeah. know surrounded by volcanoes there's no in between for me and it's really hard to communicate that sometimes mm -hmm. but that's what we need to focus on that's why i got into like healing myself energy healing keeping uh, my focus on the universe and what it gives back to me and it helped me so much it's just that not many people really take out the time to look at these perspectives for themselves, which sucks. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's how you grow and that's how you develop and that's how you make your relationship stronger, isn't it? Yep. Exactly. No, it's definitely true. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's been a pleasure talking to you, Sweden. Like, no, um, it's I could, I could, been, it's been, an absolute honor to be on this podcast with you and i've had this amazing conversation with you i think mm. we bonded instantly which i love it's really hard to find yeah. you know 80 of the time 80 percent of the time when i meet another aries there is this you know who's got the bigger balls thing going yeah. on but i i i did not i did not have that here so i, I thank you for giving me that space and Thank you for clicking with me and connecting with me. I loved it. Mm -hmm. No, you're very, very welcome. And really means a lot for you coming on the podcast. And I think, like you said, I, I could probably talk, probably talk together all day because we're on that same wavelength from yeah. star signs, that connection. Like, and, um, I, you know, it really, really means a lot. And I think you're doing great in everything that you're doing. Really positive. And, you know, I wish you all the best for what you're doing. And um, what, Thank so, like, you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. And, like, you know, this could be the first of many if you wanted to. Um, like we could go on each other's podcasts and, you know, have to go on yours. And um, well, Definitely. I think my listeners would love, love to hear you talk and yeah. love to hear the hear the conversation that we have because i think you know from an outsider it's it's a little funny and entertaining the way we talk to each other so yeah it would be amazing to have you on my podcast yeah yeah no i'd love it It'd be great um so where, where can people find you on social media like you know your podcast um social media so, um i'm mostly on linkedin which is swadeen gt um and on Instagram, which is uh, Sway Sings, S-W-E-Y-S-I-N-G-S. -E um, over there, it's basically all my podcast stuff, all the stuff that I usually do, and spreading, spreading all the positivity. Um, if people want to check out what I do as an entrepreneur with my husband and my company, they can check out at True KV. Uh, but that's basically it. Oh, awesome. Great. I um, really enjoyed today and yeah I'll stay in touch and I'll put all your details in the description as well thank you so much for having me Adam it was such an 
honor and absolute pleasure to be able to have this conversation with you. Thank you so much for having me. And you have a lovely day ahead. I will do. You too. You're very welcome. Very welcome. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, well, Adam. We'll talk soon. And um, yeah. let me know what your calendar looks like for when yeah. you come on my podcast. Yeah, of course. Definitely. Definitely. I'll be in touch. Perfect. All right. Perfect. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Take care. All the best. Take care. You too. Bye. 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 Bye.